This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 23rd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Booker to FDA, hands off plant-based milk. Thai meets with Taiwanese official and WTO looking to act on food export bans. Lawmakers to OMB leave plant-based milks alone. A bipartisan group of lawmakers led by Senator Cory Booker is calling on the White House to reject any effort by the Food and Drug Administration to crack down on plant-based beverages that use the term milk. The Office of Management and Budget currently reviewing proposed guidance on the labeling of plant-based milk alternatives and voluntary nutrient statements. While the document hasn't been released, the dairy industry and its allies in Congress have been pressuring FDA for years to stop plant-based products from using dairy names. Any guidance, even if voluntary, that asks plant-based milks to identify differences without doing the same for animal milk is discriminatory towards the plant-based industry as well as the hard-working farmers who grow crop like oats and almonds, the lawmakers say, and a letter to OMB Director Shalanda Young. Booker, a New Jersey Democrat, is a member of the Senate Ag Committee. He was joined in the letter by Senator Mike Lee, the Utah Republican, and Representatives Julia Brownlee of California and Nancy Mace of South Carolina. USTR meets top Taiwan official to talk trade. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai met last week with John Ding, the Taiwanese minister in charge of trade. The two directed their teams to explore concrete ways to deepen the U.S.-Taiwan trade and investment relationship and to meet again in the coming weeks to discuss the path forward, according to a USTR statement. USTR did not mention the potential inclusion of Taiwan in the Biden administration's proposed Indo-Pacific economic framework, but more than half of the U.S. Senate is calling for exactly that. Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican, and Bob Menendez, the Democrat from New Jersey, 50 other senators recently signing on to a letter to President Joe Biden urging him to include Taiwan in the proposed framework agreement designed to strengthen the U.S. relationship in the region. Excluding Taiwan from the IPEF would significantly distort the regional and global economic architecture, run counter to the U.S. economic interests, and allow the Chinese government to claim that the international community does not, in fact, support meaningful engagement with Taiwan, the 52 senators wrote in the letter that was dated May 18. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000 plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. WTO focuses on ag export ban for MC12. 
There have not been any major breakthroughs in negotiations on any agriculture agreements ahead of the World Trade Organization's 12th ministerial next month. But talks are intensifying on a deal to prevent nations from banning the export of food that the U.N. World Food Program needs to acquire for humanitarian aid. The chair of the WTO Agriculture Committee this week announced that critical food security and hunger efforts are being put on a separate negotiating track from other more bogged down issues, according to Geneva trade officials. Meanwhile, India has gone on the defensive at the WTO in response to sharp criticisms over its recent decision to ban wheat exports. Rampant speculation is more to blame for the rise in global wheat prices than India's actions, the country said. Equip better at encouraging cover crops than CSP, that according to the Soybean Group study. A study conducted by the nation's largest soybean group says the Environmental Quality Incentives Program is more effective than the Conservation Stewardship Program at increasing cover crop acres on farms. The American Soybean Association's study, an analysis of natural resources conservation data from 2009 to 2020, found that each $100 payment through EQUIP increases acres planted with cover crops by 7%. CSP payments, on the other hand, correspond to a decrease in cover crop adoption. While that seems counterintuitive, anecdotal evidence from farmers points to reluctance to put all their acres into cover crops as required by CSP contracts compared to targeting certain acres under EQUIP ASA economist Scott Gerlitz said in a release. Illinois actually gained, not lost, population in 2020, Census Bureau says. The state of Illinois actually saw a population increase of approximately 250,000 people in 2020 instead of the 18,000-person decline reported in the 2020 census. That's according to the U.S. Census Bureau. The agency said Illinois and five other states Arkansas, Florida, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Texas were undercounted in the 2020 census. The populations of Delaware, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Rhode Island, and Utah were overcounted in the decennial survey, the Bureau said. Illinois was one of several agriculture states that lost a seat in the House of Representatives during reapportionment through the Bureau, though the Bureau still believes the 2020 census was, quote, fit for the purposes of appointment and redistricting. EPA holds second Midwest WOTUS roundtable. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers are holding another online Midwest-focused roundtable today on the Biden administration's plan to redefine the waters of the United States. The event is one of ten roundtables the agencies are conducting through June 24th, the second to be focused in the Midwest. During a May 9 event, criticism was focused on farming practices that contribute to nutrient pollution. Today's event, organized by the Regenerative Agriculture Foundation and will be held from 4 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you can check out our Washington Week Ahead for more on this week's policy agenda. Here's today's They Said It. FDA should not be using its labeling authority to harm a growing industry and the millions of American consumers for whom plant-based foods are an important part of their diet. 
that lawmakers, including Senators Cory Booker and Mike Lee, Representatives Julia Brownlee and Nancy Mace, in a letter to OMB Director Shalanda Young. Well, that is Daybreak for this Monday, May 23rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.